Greetings to the Kingdom Citizen Podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Cruz. And as an ambassador of the Kingdom of God, I'm so honored and excited to be with you again, as it is the will of the King, both spiritually and politically, because we represent a government that is the Kingdom of God. So my question today is, have you ever wondered why trials of various kinds strike you and disrupt the life you want to live? Today, we will discuss some actions to take as we gain wisdom from enduring a season of suffering. So I just want you to follow along with an open heart, mind and Bible today as we rediscover the words of the scripture through a kingdom mind perspective on this topic. The spirit has uh, directed me to detour on the current topic and discuss trials this week. And uh, we may be on this kind of subject maybe for a couple of weeks, but we'll see how the spirit leads me on it. Uh, but this topic kind of hits home with me right now as as I'm going through a trial that has changed me as a person completely changed me and is continuing to challenge me currently as a man of God, as a husband, as a father and as a friend. And this topic is surrounding mental health. Um, you know, I, I used to listen to that term or hear that term. And as a kid growing up, you know, we had a different thought process of mental health. You know, I'm, I'm 52 years old. So, you know, the world wasn't as, um, it was more direct, <laughs> more cutthroat in the way it would describe things. Um, I don't know if that was a good or a bad thing. You know, I mean, um, today, today's society, you would you would say that that's a bad thing, but uh, it's neither here nor there. But the title today is mental health. And, you know, most people hear that word and think about mental illness or, you know, but mental health uh, is much more than the, just the absence of mental illness. Right. It's a. Uh, it's more of a definition of wellness of mind. You know, healthy people understand that no one is perfect. You know, Jesus even said himself, there's only one that's perfect and that's God. Right. So, you know, everyone has limits. And that you can't be everything to everyone at all times. You just, you know, you just can't do that. Uh, the experience daily of emotions of joy, you know, love, satisfaction, sadness, anger, frustration, you know, all these things that we feel. And, you know, as we go about our lives, we adopt these to our lives. You know, it's mental health is additional, how we decide to handle pressure, how we identify with other people, you know, and, and just simply making a decision. 
it's it's tough when you're going through trials and your mental thought process is not there. You know, we try to capture all our thoughts. That's what the, the word tells us to do is to capture those thoughts. But when you capture them, what are you supposed to do with them? You know, so, um, you know, are we able to cope with the challenges and the changes that we we deal with on a daily basis? Do you know how to balance those changes? You know, how do you know when to seek help so that, you know, if you're having difficulty just dealing with these issues, these major conflicts that cause disturbances, they cause trauma. Um, and, and they transition your life. You know, I have everyone in my family right now, my wife, my daughter, myself, we're all experiencing trauma and, and mental, um, health right now, just dealing with mom's brain cancer. You know, this is a uh, this is just a, a, a tough topic, but it's a tough topic because this is what I'm going through uh, and, and how I've been surviving through this as a caregiver uh, since August 24th of, of uh, 2022. I couldn't have done this without the king. I mean, there's just no no way around it. I, I, I can't, you know, he, he gets all the glory from where I'm at right now. And, you know, this podcast, not only is supposed to identify the kingdom, but he also wants me to be relatable to, to you guys, to you people, to the people that's listening on this podcast, to be relatable you know, and how I deal with it and, and, the, and how I see God operates in my life. You know, I know God is, a, is real because I have a track record with God. You know, I've been hearing from him um, for a while now, and it's, you know, he doesn't give me like word by word play instructions. But, you know, let me explain to you how I hear from God. You know, so for since 2000, I guess about 2013, you know, every year I receive instructions from him through scripture. You know, so it's not like he he talks to me through, you know, a voice, you know, like at the burning bush. But um, he does talk to me through scripture. And that's because I, I, I stay in the word. I stay in scripture just reading or, you know. I, that's just just what I do. That's who I am. So, for example, uh, last year, every year about around November time frame, I start really getting into just reading word and listening more instead of going to God with my issues. You know, he already knows my issues, so I go to him so that I can hear from him. And um, sometimes I get it early and sometimes it takes a while. It just depends on how well I'm listening. 
But last year's vision verse, and, and this will all tie into today's topic, but I want to give a little backdrop. You know, I, I've been getting these vision verses, as I call them, uh, you know, and I've, I've gotten them, this term uh, at my last church. Uh, my pastor uh, typically was when he started out, we had a vision verse. So that was a corporate one. But then I went a little further and I made a personal one. Each year. So uh, for our family. So that vision verse uh, for 2022 was Ecclesiastes chapter four. And the main verse was verse 12. So if you guys been listening to the con- the podcast uh, for a couple of times, I- I'm a person of context. So I typically like to go ahead of the verse and read back a little bit. So when he gave me that verse. That verse said, and if one can overpower him who is alone, two can't resist him, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm not sure what that means. So I went ahead and it said here, went back to verse nine, it says Ecclesiastes chapter four. And this is going to be verse nine through 12. It says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either one of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is no other to lift him up. This is the cord of accountability, right? The next section is furthermore. If two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can they keep warm alone? This is the cord of unity. All right. And then the next verse is. And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. This is a cord of resistance. So. When I broke that, when I looked at that, I was like, wow, this is. This is a I'm not sure. Why we need this verse this year, but this is our our vision. Our vision is one. The three chord strand for me and my wife is me, my wife and God. So we had to ensure that we we incorporated God more you know so one of the things was ensuring that we stay connected to a church Um, we haven't been going in physically to a church because she does have uh, this this type of brain cancer it's rare you know only about 140 people on average get this type of brain cancer a year so they don't have a lot of research out there So we just try to, you know, limit our circle. You know, (laughs) I heard a I heard a saying in a uh, a song the other day. It said, "My circle is so small, I don't even know if I'm in it." (laughs) So, I mean, 
that's that's where we're at right now. But um Yeah, that <laughs> I made myself laugh. I didn't I lost my place of what I'm supposed to be teaching here, but um but back to the the verse is as a man, I was like, okay, Lord, what what do I need to to focus on for this for the family? So then when I did that, he gave me what they call a husband's role. So he was like, okay, I need you to one learn to be more realistic with your love I need you to learn how to be sacrificial with your love I need you to learn to be more purposeful with your love and I need you to be more personal with your love and I was like man I was was like, that's, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of work. So I started researching, you know, these topics, you know, so when you get things, you, you know, you just don't, I don't just take them for granted of what they mean, you know, so I'll just, I'll, I'll look up these, these things. I research them and then I'll find things that, that match what the topic means, you know, so a husband love must be realistic. You know, I shouldn't have no realistic fantasies about a woman. It says, you know, he told me I found that Christ loved the church and he died for her, you know, while still enemies of God. Christ knew that she was a sinful and disobedient, yet he still gave his life for her, knowing her faults. His love was realistic. You know, in a marriage, both mates should understand that this reality, you know, and we did premarital counseling, you know, and and stuff like that to help, you know, make things more realistic for us, you know, and that um, God mentioned to me that This is not a romantic comedy or a Hollywood comedy. This is life. You know, so I need to make sure that my love for her is realistic and it's not infected by sin. Love covers a multitude of sins. So I needed to make sure I learned how to love her with agape love, not phileo, you know, not... uh, the erotic love that I needed to learn how to love her. So that's what I had to start doing. So he was, he was prepping me. Right. And then, um, he said, my love must be sacrificial. So I have wrote in here, I have written here that he is to love, or I am to love, uh, my wife as Christ loved the church and be willing to die for her. You know, it should be heard that if anyone feels like a wife role is unfair, that it should give more than a man, uh, that they should give more thought to the man basically. Uh, but it's much easier. It's much easier uh, to submit to someone 
than it is to give that life for a person. You know, so you can submit to someone easily than you say, man, I'll give my life for that person. But this love is that what a husband is supposed to embody. I'm supposed to be the. Uh, I'm supposed to be willing to do that, and I am willing to do that uh, for my wife. Uh, but I need to love sacrificial, which means to give up things to serve and and to please her. You know, so he said that I must sacrifice time, entertainment, friendship, and sometimes even my career in order to to love his wife. Wow. Um I had to take a moment there because, like I said, I've been struggling. But as I'm going back through this, he's reminding me of some things here. But uh, third, as I explained, the husband's love must be purposeful. Um, You know, Christ's love makes the church holy. So it says here, you know, to make her the perfect bride, you know, so a husband love must be uh, with his wife through teaching her scripture, getting her involved in the church, encouraging her with word, um, helping to cultivate her, you know, uh, and and I don't have the best uh, attitude a lot of times. You know, I I fight my flesh quite a bit uh, as far as, you know, it's we're we'll set we are selfish people. And that's one thing I'm learning. We are really selfish people. We want what we want. And that's our flesh. Our, Our flesh just want what we want. That's the nature of sin. And it frustrates me as a person that I have to fight that so much and the reason why I have to fight that so much is because I love God that much um, so in being purposeful I must be I must be I must consider and be ready and willing to love my wife this way You know, I need to be her spiritual leader. I must be purposeful. That is in edifying, building and not tearing down. And I I have a sharp tongue at times. Um, And I really, before all this, I did a lot. But... um, It's it's changed. And I, you know, my flesh comes back every blue moon now and it's. It doesn't make me feel guilty, but it does make me aware now Uh, beforehand. I used to feel guilty, but now I make it. I'm aware and like going back through these notes now as I'm just kind of talking to you guys about, you know, what he gave me this was before we found out 
that she had cancer. So if I did not work on this before we found out in August. So I received this word in January of 2022. Right. So I I did all the work up front. I researched and then I tried to implement these things. Right. I tried to send text to my wife. Um, I did all a lot of little things. It wasn't necessarily uh, special things, but I I had to learn how to incorporate this. Right. It was like we bought a car. That year we weren't supposed to buy one. Uh, we had a 2013 Honda Pilot that um, that was in good condition, right? But she had been wanting a car, and then after reading this, it said sacrificial, right? I was just like, ah, okay, well, at I think this was like in April. We went through this journey of of locating uh, a car. Right. So she found the car she wanted. It was a Honda Odyssey Elite. That's what she wanted. She wanted a black Honda Odyssey Elite with everything in it. So, you know, we went to a dealership here in Tulsa, which is where we reside. And at that time, they just didn't have any cars on the lot because of COVID. Right. That was the excuse. It was COVID, COVID, COVID. And couldn't get anything. You know, uh, that's another topic for me, not COVID, but just, yeah, anyway, <laughs> we uh, put a down payment, you know, gave a, it was like $500 or something. And the guy said that they had one coming off the train and it was supposed to be here in a week or so. So we confirmed it and we sold our car. Well, we sold it, you know, to a, another person. So it was like, hey, we sold our car and it was three, almost two, two weeks past. So we had to give up the car. So this is what we I, I went on a mission to say, OK, Lord, we gave up the car king. So what, what do we need to do? So we called the Fort Worth uh, Honda dealership where we met. And um, we ended up getting a vehicle there. We drove there to pick it up and and came back, right? So we have a, a new vehicle. And then shortly after that, she started experiencing all these symptoms. And, um, you know, lo and behold, come August, uh, it was July, they was treating her for um, an ear infection and come to find out, you know, three weeks later that that ear infection was a uh, brain tumor. And within three days, she was on an operating table in Oklahoma City. Right. So what I'm saying to you guys right now is. Without that word, I don't know if I would have uh, been able to handle that situation. 
that was and and I'm still dealing with that trial. But as I go back through these notes now, uh, it wasn't a plan for me to go back through this 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 notes. But I did. And because uh, I want to establish my track record. Now, I have I have vision verses and explanations for probably the past eight. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, no, it goes back to almost 2014. So I have each year of that. And each year, what God gave, he was, he prepared us as a family and me as a man prior to the next year coming up. Right. And it's like Ecclesiastes 4 and 9 told me that. I needed to ensure I incorporated God because without God, our marriage couldn't hold together through this brain cancer. Because most people, you know, this is so tough for, you know, someone because we're still young, you know, so so for someone to have to, you know, it's sacrificial to cut their life off for someone else. Right. But I'm not necessarily cutting my life off. You know, I'm still living. I'm still doing things. Right. But it's 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 in a different aspect now. Uh, So that was the vision verse for for 2022. And. The next verse for 2023 is first Peter five and ten. And that's the verse that we're going to break down next week. But what I wanted to establish this week was hearing from God and how he helps to for us to deal with the mental. Right. It's it's a physical mental, but it's also a, this is a spiritual health. He was giving me spiritual health with the word and my relationship with him but then if you research and get the the physical part of what you are to be doing and then you compare that to the word it must match up for one right so whatever you're doing in the physical needs to match up with the word that God gives and if it doesn't then it's worldly. There's no in between. There's no gray area with God. It's either his way or the world's way. And we can't have it both ways. We just can't. And our flesh, which is where we reside in a kingdom that is operating by the the prince of the air. Right. So, we have to be mindful. You know, some people will say, well, you know, I used to hear that term. Oh, man, you too holy. You too, you, 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 you are too religious. No, I'm a spirit first. You know, I didn't know how to answer that then, but now I do. I'm, I'm spirit first. So I have to operate by the spirit if I am going to be a man of God. If I'm going to be a person of God, I need to operate by the spirit. And then I need to tell my flesh, this is what we're going to do. But that's the difficult part is because the world teaches us 
to operate by our five senses, by our flesh. That's what the world tells us to do. And, and we don't need to do that. Right. We need to be kingdom minded and we need to go to the king and, and talk to him about his word. You know, and that's what a king does when you go to a king. You have a representative with you and you're kneeling before the king. And you're telling the king how wonderful he is, how glorious he is and you know, how thankful you are to be a part of the kingdom that takes care of his citizens. That's what a king, that's how you go and you approach a king, right? And the king, you're, you're asking the king is, my heart is troubled, king. And and in your kingdom, you know, you said that you will provide the peace and rest. What do I need to do to get that peace and rest? Can you guide me? Can you direct me on that? And as I'm talking to you guys now, I, I, I've been struggling as a caregiver the past couple of weeks. And um, going back through and looking at last year's vision has uh, reset me again. And it's almost like the enemy wanted me to forget about the things that... Uh, my husband role and it's all pointed out in there all the things i've been dealing with in my flesh um it was pointed out right there so that's why it's always good to write down to the things that you hear from god and the, the direction that he wants you to go write those things down cuz your flesh is is it, that seed the enemy is always trying to throw whatever he can do. You know, he's trying to throw all kind of weed killer and everything to, to kill that seed. But you got to keep watering it with the word of God. You just have to do that. Right. You have to do that. So um, I think that's all we're going to talk about today. We'll continue this conversation next week. But, you know, the the podcast wouldn't be a podcast if, if I didn't have the altar call. And if you have ears to hear the call of God at this moment, and he has asked you to be willing to submit to him and be a part of the kingdom, just repeat this confession after me. I confess with my mouth that the Lord is, that Jesus is the Lord, and I believe in my heart that God had raised him from the dead and thou shalt be saved. That's Romans 10 and nine. And if you said this with a deep conviction without reservation, that Jesus is sovereign over me and everything I have in it. This phrase includes repenting from sin, trusting in Jesus for salvation and submitting to him as Lord. This is the volitional element of faith. Right. So if you said that, congratulations. And I'm so excited. And if uh, if you're willing to share, just hit me up on a message to let me know that you accepted Lord and Savior as your as your uh, as your Christ. And uh, but until next week, 
kingdom citizens. May the grace of God and our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. And remember, uh, we'll pick up on this topic again next week. You guys take care. Have a wonderful week. And remember, don't do anything apart from God. Do it all with God. Utilize his word and he will guide you. He will. Don't trust me. Trust him. Blessings.